Right. Okay, I just need to reset all of my audio things up. Just give me a second. Fuck's sake. A professional at the height of his powers, or a man who simply has no idea who he is, where he is, or what he's supposed to be doing. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Stephen and Darren. A conversation between two quite brilliant minds. Episode 5, Late. To take it off, you look stupid. Take what off? The picture, the A4 sheet of paper that you've got stuck on your face. It's not an A4 sheet of paper, it's a mask. No, it's not. It's an A4 sheet of paper, i.e. it's rectangular and it's got a picture, half of it's got a picture of a uh, man with big ears and a cross-looking face. It's somebody's face on my face that's what's known as a mask. I thought, I was very touched by the effort that you went to last week when you, when you did your virtual background of, of me. That was very lovely. So I thought... Oh, you see, there should be a virtual background of you today, but it's not working. Right. Well, that wouldn't have been funny the second time, would it? So it's good that it's not... Ah, it is working. Go on. Oh, nice. It's a different picture. It's my teaching picture. I, I'm still not sure it's funny the second time. But anyway, uh, I think we were talking about the effort that I have made for you as my friend, who I do love. And But straight away, I bring something to the party, even though you're 25 minutes late, by the way. Uh, I've been waiting for 25 minutes. Yeah, because I was backing up. Because I about that. Why? Just take it off your face. It just looks stupid. Who is it? It's you. What do you it's mean? It's not me. You're wearing a mask of you, Stephen Thompson. I a th- mask is something that is shaped to fit around your face. That is just stuck to your forehead. It's not stuck to my forehead, actually. Look. Oh, stuck to your glasses. Yeah, it's a good, well-constructed mask. I can't believe you are. Uh, do you know? And there's no resemblance between that man and me. I think it was taken when you were much younger. I think it was. I think this photo was taken in 1993 so obviously it was when you were much younger how old was i in 1993 36 um i think it was after you'd just beaten um bob the bomber harris in uh in the ufc match i think that it was the night that you won the belt because i've got um i've also got the other one that didn't work quite so well as a mask um the other it can't be any worse than that what more do I can't believe you're criticizing you are supposed to be a school teacher this took me hours to make it took me it took me seconds yeah I've seen four-year-olds make better masks than that sure and yet you're still criticizing my art you should know better actually effort went into this there was this is about process as much as as it is product and yet what you've done is (laughs) so tell me tell me about the creative process that went into that I had a whole feelings-based experience making this mask of you. 
Uh, I actually, you know, this morning, this morning, you're laughing at my feelings-based experience. Do you know how, have you, have you taken your medication today? So presuming that is some man who shares my name, which is presumably your hilarious joke. You seem a bit grumpy this afternoon. Are you okay? What, what, what were your feelings as you were typing Stephen Thompson into Google visuals? I went on a therapy workshop this morning and it was all, I was all in my feels and I had to create something. I had to create a few things. I had to create something that, invent, uh, that represented some challenges in the pandemic, something that represented kind of where I feel supported in the pandemic and things I'm grateful for. And then I had to create something that, that meant something to me. So I thought, you know what? My friend Stephen Thompson, he buys really shit birthday presents, but I love him anyway. Um, he went to a bit, he almost made, he sort of stepped towards, he almost thought about making an effort last week, so did a virtual background. I thought I would return the favour. So I spent part of this art therapy workshop making this mask and, and exploring my feelings during the process, sitting with it, doing, I did some written work around it, did some exploration, revisited some childhood trauma, um, <laughs> uh, preempted some adult trauma, like you shitting on my art. Do you know all I wanted this afternoon was for you to say, that's really beautiful, Darren. I'm going to put that on my fridge. A photograph of someone who I've never met in my life. It's you. It, it was supposed to be like a reference to what you did last. I'm taking it off now. You actually really upset me. Thank goodness. It doesn't take much, does it? You can, the fact that you're laughing just makes it even more painful. You've, that, that, was, that was a two-hour therapeutic <laughs> workshop. I was in my feelings for two hours and I don't, you know me, I don't, I'm not particularly comfortable with the feelings. That's why I talk about other people's and you've just, well, you've destroyed the whole thing because I actually, in my feelings, I went in a Google rabbit hole and found out all of these things about you that I didn't know. I didn't even know this about you, that you're modest. I found out everything I wanted to find out about you and it's only made me love you more. The fact that your middle name is Randall, the fact that you were born on February the 11th, 1983, the fact oh that I not, only, not only, because I thought you were a lot older, that's, mm. what's, that's what's blown my head, um, but not only do you fight as welterweight in the Ultimate Fighting Championship, but also oh, the ultimate fighting championship. you're a mixed martial artist as well. Um, I think these are things that I didn't know about you. And the fact that you grew up in Simpsonville, South Carolina, not sure when you come to the UK, it doesn't say on Wikipedia. Sometimes it can be a bit vague. I've lost my accent there, haven't I? Well, yeah, apparently it's Northern you were trying to claim last week with your glass and your bath. Um, yeah, anyway, but you won lots of fights. Let's have a look at your record. Your mixed martial arts record, 20 matches. No one's interested. 15 wins, four losses, Stephen. No one listening cares, you know. Won seven by knockout. That is impressive. You won one by submission. I mean, that's impressive because I can't imagine you ever getting anybody to submit to anything. And you Certainly won not you. seven by decision. Yeah. And I, so after that, those things, I mean, there's a lot more that I could do. I'm not going to, you know, keep, I'm not going to read your Wikipedia page to you that you made up. However, I did do the obvious thing. 
of, of then looking you up on Twitter. The other day you asked, is asking for happiness too much? That made me a bit sad because I don't think asking for happiness is too much. So just to answer that for you, maybe we can talk a little bit more about that. A couple of days before that, you said, I didn't even know you had kids, by the way. Can we have that conversation? But apparently uh, you said telling my kids this was um, uh, Beethoven, telling my kids <laughs> this was Beethoven. Gee, my pocket. Oh. Hey. Okay, hey, stop. Hey. Hey, Now, Stephen, I'm not quite sure why you told your children it was Beethoven. Uh, maybe you can explain that to us. Um, Actually, I'm quite surprised, you know, that we've never come across each other before because Darren Cheek you are an actor and producer and I didn't realize that you're known for the film XAWA wrestling 2011. Um, anyway, uh, you... in which you played the character Deacon storm and fury. One of my greatest roles, actually. Uh, you're also well known for a film in 2005 called things to do, or maybe it was a TV series things to do before you're 30. Uh, so the episode was called Any More Vodka. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, I know you're learning from me and I'm, and I'm up for doing the teaching. It, you know, I'm up for you being my mentee. So my little Padawan, if you're going to do your research, you can't just read random facts off of the web. It doesn't work because then you just make yourself look stupid. Stephen's so I'm, I'm quite surprised that, you know, me being um, a... What what's that world wrestling what what is it? Ultimate fighting champion. Yeah. You see I'm I'm so in it I can't, I can't even name what the initials stand for. And you being an ex AWA wrestler uh, under the name of Deacon Storm, I'm quite surprised that we haven't met each other before. Different worlds. That's a little oh, bit Oh is it all right, okay. Like saying you worked in Yo Sushi, uh, I worked in McDonald's. I'm really surprised we've never met what we're both working in the service industry. You see, unlike you, the reason that I'm doing this searching now to see what your different, uh, the aspects of your career are, is because I've been so busy this week, working so hard on our podcast, that I haven't had time to sit around with my feet up and my glass of non-alcoholic wine. Have you not been... Uh, typing the name Stephen Thompson into Google to find out how many different Stephen Thompsons are around the world, because it's such an unusual name, it's highly unlikely there are going to be any others. Did you not take Muswell Hill Mary out for a sale this week then? Because normally you go away for the week, don't you? You and your partner, who... Not, would... in, the, not in the rain. Huh? Not in the rain. Oh, you don't take her out in the rain? No, it's been right. raining this week. Million so pounds. because it was raining, I've been in working really, really hard on the podcast. You've been working so hard. Is that why you turned up 25 minutes late to your own podcast? Yes, because I was backing all our files onto an external hard drive just in case my computer crashed. Some might call that terrible time management. It was because I completely mismanaged the time. It took a lot longer than I thought it was going to do. And I have apologised. Sorry, my mum always told me sorry means you won't do it again. I don't, I'm not feeling that. Let's have a quiz. 
Macarena Maria is... Um, <laughs> Macarena Maria. It's Maria Macarena. Um, is, is, she's off this week. So uh, we haven't got an official jingle. Uh, oh, just get on with it. Okay. So it's a multiple choice quiz, which means you've got more than one choice of answer, Stephen. So like an ABC thing. So A is always. I like those. Yeah, good. Always, yeah, yeah. A, A is always. B is sometimes. B is sometimes. And six is maybe. Six is maybe. Can I just go through that again? A, always. Yeah. B is sometimes. Yeah. And six is always. Off we go. Question one. You never, well, rarely, actually mean to be late. A, always, B, sometimes, six, maybe. We've obviously spent an awful lot of time in the 20 minutes that I was late thinking this one up to prove, to prove, some, sort of a, to prove some sort of a point. Oh, sorry, 25 minutes to prove some sort of point. Uh, and I really want you to uh, enjoy the point-making process that we're going through at the moment. So, <laughs> I would say... Uh, can you give me the answers again? Do you know how many seconds there are in 25 minutes? Oh, am I losing points now because I'm taking too long? Okay, I would say... I... I would say B. B. Sometimes. You get no points for that first question. Question two. The more you try... Surprise. To, the more you try to hurry, the longer you take. A, some, uh, always. B, sometimes. Six, maybe. A, always. You can have uh, a point for that one. Well done. Oh, for one point. Uh, question three. Once in a blue moon, you're on time and it feels really great. A, always. B, sometimes. Six, maybe. Oh, I'd say six for that. Yeah, you don't get any points for that. Uh, <laughs> no, I thought, I thought that might be the case. Four, when people joke about your tardiness, you instantly hate them. I'm going to answer that one for you. One, <laughs> always. You don't get any points for that because I answered it for you. Uh, okay, question five. The universe definitely conspires against you. I'm going to answer that one for you too. I'm not taking over, by the way. I just want, I just can't be asked with your nonsense. If you're going to answer it, answer it one that has the most points. No, I'm going to answer it truthfully, which is you're going to do some sort of like, yeah, the universe, it, it conspires against me. That's why my life's so difficult and that's why I've got an ear infection. No, you didn't look after yourself properly, which is why your ears are a mess. Uh, and B, the universe doesn't have any impact on you being late. You're just tardy. You get no points for that one because I answered. Question six. When you arrive somewhere before other people, you instantly panic and assume something must be terribly wrong. No points for that. Off we go. Let's have the next question. I have a point for that one. Question seven. Oh, I've got two points then, have I? Question seven. You can't stand waiting for other people. It's the worst. Uh, you can have uh, 10 bonus points if you get the right answer. Uh, which one's got the 10? Which answer's got the 10 bonus points? That's for you to work out. If you could answer that one for me, that'd be great. That's not happening. Six, maybe. No, you get no points for that. No, I thought so. Out of a possible 80 points, you got three points. Well done. Three out of 80. Yeah. How many questions were there? Uh, seven. Seven, okay. Plus the 10 extra bonus points. Yeah, that's interesting maths, isn't it? Yeah. No, there was 10 points available for each question. Seven mm -hmm. and 10 bonus points for seven. Oh, right, okay. I did. I think I did really well. What prize do I get? You get to spend at least some more time with me this afternoon, despite the fact oh, that I'm really late. 
Good. Janae, it was worth being late just to get that extra time in with you. Uh, was it worth being late for the quiz, though? Because that's what I did with the time that you kept me waiting. I made a quiz about being late. That's how, cre- that's how, much, how creative I am. You better have some water. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Anyway, how's your week been, Darren? My, thank you for asking, Stephen. It's almost like you care. Uh, my week has been okay. Bit of recovery from the old illness still. Um, um, yeah, no, it's been, it's, been, it's, been, it's been good. Thanks for asking. How was your week, Stephen Thompson? Is that all you're going to say about your week? For now, yeah. I think, I mean, the listeners are on the edge of their seats waiting to hear about your week. Can you ask me a more... It's why they tune in. Can you ask me a more interesting question then, please? How's your health at the moment, your mental health? Do you know, actually, I've been on holiday this week. Have you been on a cruise? <laughs> I'm always... You've on my boat. I'm you always... on my boat. I was on a staycation. Oh, a staycation. Yeah. It's like a masturbation. It's just not as interesting. Did you... <laughs> Does that mean you took some time off work? Yes. And do you feel better for it? I feel a lot better for it, especially because I've still been a bit ill. So it's been, it was basically my body beat me by about three weeks. So I knew, I knew that I was getting a bit run down because I pushed myself a bit hard. So my body was like, you need a break. And I didn't listen to it. And eventually I booked a break reluctantly. But basically my body beat me by about two and a half, three weeks. So hence getting ill. Well, you look better than when I last saw you. Thanks. How's your ear infection? Well, I went off to the little clinic and paid an awful lot of ridiculous amount of money to have it cleared, and it's now better. When you say it's a little clinic, do you like have to bend like low to get through? The it room? was a very, very small room with a man who was masked up to the eyeballs. He had on a he had goggles on and a face mask thing, proper plastic thing, and also a big um, perspex. Um, shield because it was a very small room like a shield. but it worked it was fine so i mean you can you can see how things are going to start up again but they're going to be very very different and uh, interesting so your ears better being a bit grumpy with my ear and yeah. i'm now not grumpy if that's what you're fishing for yeah the I'm... answer is i've been a bit grumpy yeah. because of my ear yeah some some people may say grumpy stroke angry stroke unbearable yeah I, that's how I'm experiencing you today. And yet you're claiming that your ear is better. <laughs> so no, thank you for asking my ears a lot better. Good. I'm Although he said, he did look at the other ear and he said that's starting to block up as well. Why do you keep putting stuff in there? Is it the gimp suit? Is something come, rubbing up on the gimp suit or something? Oh, come back to that old chestnut. Yeah, well, I thought I mentioned the gimp suit because you cut it. Yeah. What do you think I'm going to do with it this time? I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to tick every now and again. I'm just going to go gimp so that you can't cut it. <laughs> that's going to be my new thing because you're such a... Oh, that's your new thing. <laughs> so you've dumped feedback week on me. Yeah. Uh, then you got ill, so you didn't have the strength to think of anything. And now you're going to dump gimp on me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell me... So, about- yes, thank you for asking. My is a lot better. Pardon? That's <laughs> just what my dad would have said. Pardon? <laughs> uh, would you like to ask me about my week now? That does involve, very busy. Does involve me pretending I care. Let me, hang on. 
Let me just, because I trained for this. No, but, uh, how, many, how many years did you train? Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. It's a special moment. Three years I trained. In the days where government still funded higher education, further education, university education, all of the education. Shh, don't spoil it. Stephen? What was I just not spoiling there? That was so uninteresting. How was your week? It's a very busy week, actually. I'm quite tired. Really? Because I decided to be more focused and more structured, and I got an awful lot done, and I'm shattered now. Blimey, how many cakes did you bake on Wednesday, then? I baked two on Wednesday, as you saw in the photograph that I sent you. I baked two orange, chocolate orange loaf cakes, and I actually got to such a normal week, my anxiety came back a bit. So I thought, well, that's not a good thing. But on another level, it's a good thing because I realised that life has to get back to normal at some point. I got overwhelmed by editing the podcasts. And I didn't do what my body and mind was telling me, which was to walk away from them. I immersed myself in them too much and got a bit overwhelmed by it all. But that's my mind telling me things that are not true. No, it's true. I did, I did get anxious. I got some more anxious feelings about which is quite interesting because I can stand back from them now and, and um, think about them rather than thinking I'm not anxious, which is what I thought before. <laughs> so yes, did lots of podcast editing. I've done some webinars. What was the webinar? Uh, it was, there, it's, the Royal, it's the Society of Authors do this thing every week called um, Afternoon Tea With and an author sits in their writing room and they sort of talk about uh, how they're working they do a little skim around the room so everybody can see it and it's just general, and then people can ask questions so the week before last which is when I first found out about it it was Sarah Waters uh, which I've talked about in my podcast I'm not going to repeat all that and then this week it was Krista Cowell you're not going to repeat anything in this podcast from your own podcast yeah. your decision that you've made I, I was told by my co-presenter to cut something out of this podcast that I've mentioned in my own podcast. I, th- I, like, I like that bit of that learning. You're not mentioning the other podcast in this podcast. Can I make a request, though? Go on. Could you talk about Agatha Christie? No. And also, right, that's the Agatha Christie mentioned out of the way. Um, and then I went into a webinar with some children's illustrators because it was the announcement of the shortlist of the Queen's Knicker Award, which is a new award from the Royal Society of Authors to a children's book illustrator and the greatest children's illustrated books are odd and quirky just like children uh, so there was a selection of five and the one that won was a book called Umbrella which I'm, I've yet to see but I shall definitely be ordering at some point. Still interested? I'm not even going to give you the 111 number because actually I'm genuinely interested. Umbrella which is by Elena uh, if I pronounce it correctly, Aravalo Melville, is endorsed by Amnesty International because um, it, uh, it's, it says it here, and I'm reading, celebrates our rights to express ourselves and to choose our own friends. And this is, this is why children's illustrated books are some of the most beautiful, underrated uh, books that we have, that publishers give no time or attention to and are only really enjoyed by people who have young children or young children themselves. And adults uh, should look at these books because they are works of art. They tell us about the world around us. They do it in a simple but not simplistic way. Um, 
and they are very important in the beginnings of a healthy brain, develop, a developing brain for a child because they teach the child how to see, how to read visuals, um, and uh, which becomes uh, obviously very, very important as they grow up. When you look at a, when you read a book with a child, you don't just sit and read the sentence. You talk about the picture because there's all sorts of things going on linked Are to that sentence. Are you doing a Maggie Thatcher? Are you breathing in the middle of your sentences so that I can't interrupt you? So that if I interrupt yes. you, I look really rude? No, you'll just look um, stupid because I'm talking about really important things. And if you interrupt me, listen, that makes you look foolish. Listen, Maggie, like you were making a very important political point, which I love and respect. I stopped listening. Uh, because I love and respected it so much, I didn't feel the need to listen. It's a, because I was already in violent agreeance. Can we please just stop this pain and do the review section? Bum, 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 ooh, we're gonna review you. What a beautiful blue bag that is you've got. Yeah, so blue gift bag turned up. Basically, the contents of the bag amount to... £15.78p. After that, obviously, uh, there's the gift bag, there's a bit of tissue paper, and there's some postage and packaging. I found a gift bag in Poundland for 59p, which is ironic. Same, same gift bag, because I've done some research this week. I have phoned Poundland and asked them, what is the manufacturer cost of those? It was quite a confusing question for the first six people that I got in touch with. Uh, apparently at cost they're 2p each so that's the blue gift bag you might want to take some notes by the way you might get grab yourself a pen and paper 2p for the gift bag i'm going to write it down because you're clearly not too much effort is being put into too little content here because no one cares classic collection moleskin ruled notebook i found one what a lovely present oh i noticed you haven't even bothered opening it it's going in the re-gifting pile for someone i don't like there's a my little book holder, the little clip that holds your book open while you read. I've got hands. I don't need a clip. I did a bit of research. I found one of these for two pounds. I phoned them up and said, listen, it's a bit of a weird question, but how much do your little book holders cost at cost? This is seeming to be funny. We've got the point now. The retail cost is- Move on to the next thing. Well, no one cares what the retail cost is. All right, two pounds. You're still way. You're still. You still paid way over. No. Anything else in the bag? Fucking biscuits. <laughs> Borders beautifully crafted biscuits, chocolate crumbles, Moorish crumble. Apparently, uh, did a bit of research, Stephen. So there's uh, nine biscuits in the packet. You can count to nine. Well done. Them. I found them for two pounds ninety nine. So basically, that's 1.2p per calorie, per slice. No one cares. No one cares. Anyway, the point of this little bit... Oh, it has a point to it. Total cost, £15.78. That left £8.21 for the bookmark, because I couldn't price the bit of cardboard up. The, the tacky bit of cardboard with a bit of print on that says, uh, how old? Nice bookmark. Oh, it's quite bad taste, really, isn't it? Obviously, I couldn't price that up, but let's put it in the remaining £8.21. So basically, £8.21, postage and packaging, and a bookmark. I think maybe, what with that being quite a terrible birthday present, 
you were probably had. <laughs> no, you've got to shut up now. You have not got a leg to stand on with this. It has ceased to be funny quite some time ago. I'm not People sure. are going to be liking you less and less. Do you remember last week I said to you, you really didn't get me, need to get me a present because, uh, <sighs> because your friendship was present enough. So we're in violent agreeance. <laughs> uh, please, never, if that's the quality of your presence, <laughs> never do it again. Well, I'm glad you're telling me the truth because I think that truth lies at the heart of a healthy human living. Me too. But do you know something else about truth, Darren? <laughs> Go on. It also lies at the heart of great acting practice. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. <laughs> What is and, it? And, what then is... A fr and, a, and a friend of mine yeah. is, is doing a workshop which would, if you went to it, you would be offered the chance to explore the interplay between those two arenas, that's healthy human living and great acting practice. That sounds really interesting. Who's running that workshop? It's a friend of mine. Really? And, this, and he's enthralled, inspired, and fascinated by just how closely therapeutic theories of, and I quote here, healthy stroke authentic stroke actualized living, unquote, and performance theories and practices of, I quote again, great stroke real stroke true, unquote, acting coexist. Stephen, it sounds to me like you're doing the promotion and we haven't even played the jingle. Let's play the jingle. Genuine promote or indulgent gloat. Sounds like it's run by a very sophisticated uh, facilitator with a whole... It doesn't, say, it doesn't say anything about a sophisticated facilitator. I don't know where you've got that from. Anyway, it's lovely of you to promote this workshop. Uh, I think it's not quite so lovely that we didn't toss a coin to decide whether we were doing a genuine promote or an indulgent gloat, but it just seems to me that you were doing a genuine promote. So Stephen has got a virtual background of me teaching, which is from last year, which is the course that Stephen came on. I've actually been on that course. Yes. Oh. <laughs> what was that noise for? This pretentious twaddle that I've just written out, read out, it was actually the course that I did when I first met you. Which you liked a lot. I said I liked it. <laughs> anyway, involving teaching involves opening your mouth and waving your arm around in the air, as, as this photograph that no one can see shows. Oh, and frowning a bit as well as if you're concentrating. Basically, you've just got to look as if you're saying something really meaningful. And you do that by frowning, opening your mouth and waving your hand around. Grandad. Um, and also, <clears throat> a very important part of this, and this will help everybody learn, you need to wear a really flowery shirt. <laughs> right, I've got to make an apology as well. Go on. Uh, an apology for mocking the Essex accent. Too late. No, it's never too late. You were allowed to apologise. Huh. I'm apologising for being horrible about the Essex accent. I'd like to make it clear I was specifically being horrible about irrelevant of where he comes from, Darren's accent. And I found a very beautiful recording of the Essex accent from the British Library, which has an amazing collection of regional accents in this country and really makes you 
mm. um, sad about how many regional accents we've lost and are losing. And the Essex accent is really rather lovely. So I want to apologise to the people of Essex for being so uh, prejudiced against their accent. Listen, people in Essex have a life. They won't be listening to this. They've got jobs to do. They've got places to go. They've got people to see. Anyway, point is I've got drilling. When my attention deficit kicks in, I go, listen, people, I've, I've got some really important drilling I need to do. They all Aaron, know. Yeah. At what point during this podcast did your attention deficit kick in? 22 minutes before you turned up. Oh, okay. So I'd lost interest before you were even on time. Late. <laughs> what I like about today <sighs> is that I think for the first time since we've been doing this, you found yourself quite funny. You find the afternoon quite stressful. So, so last week, not last week, the week before when I was ill, you got a little bit of confidence because you had space to speak. And so, you know, and it went relatively well last week because I was still a bit vulnerable. Whereas, so you, actually what's happened is you're riding the wave of your own success. So today you've come in and found yourself hilarious, which quite frankly is a relief because nobody else will or has. That's going to be cut. <laughs> Stephen. Darren. I love you. What? Pardon? <laughs> bye bye. What? Well, you betrayed this podcast when you were 25 minutes late. Like we're both angry now. (laughs) (laughs) That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, the late episode. For the purposes of this podcast, I would like to make it clear that there's only one Stephen Thompson. One Stephen Thompson. There's only one Stephen Thompson. Please join us again soon, and thank you for listening. how much I love you. I've put myself in your ear and I'm doing a little olive oil dance.